Welcome back to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. This is part two, family reunion part two, with my cousin Lindsay Gary. Deep jumping back into uh, one of my favorite conversations of this season. So let's get into it, y'all. Did they watch Hocus Pocus too? Yes, they did. Did they like it? Uh, yeah, they thought it was okay. They, How did they you really, feel? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was all right. So we're, we like Hocus Pocus, the original. Of course, yeah. And the original, I just feel like it had a lot more depth than this one. Yeah. You know, like the original, it was like, it was actually scary. It was moving. It was sad. It was all these things. This one I liked. I thought it had some fun shout outs to the original. Um, it had some, we loved the selfie scene and the, the drugstore. Like they're in the pharmacy. Oh, yeah, that was and they hilarious. Take, they, it had some really funny... Um, parts for sure but I felt like it was a little bit it didn't feel as deep as the first one like I do like like I said I liked their shout outs I liked their sort of when they would do some throwbacks to the first one I like the idea of the storyline I don't know why it just felt more I, I like it was more on the surface or something I don't know how to explain it to me it felt it was good. It was a nice little movie. It was, but it didn't move me in the same way that the first one, that did. The first one did. Yeah, I was. I I thought it was good. I like the it was modern for sure. Updated the modern twist. I of did it. like that. Um, how they kept state current. What I wish they would have did was like include the old, okay. the original cast. And maybe that's it. It was lacking. So yeah, they bring in this guy that owns the apothecary or whatever the yeah. magic store. I was like, Why he was he... he was a fine character. He was cool and everything, but. Yeah, it was like they just brought up this rando, and then they had to like show us how he tied into the one. And it was one. like it didn't he even was some look. Random passerby. Or? When they were in it, like, and it, it was supposed hell. to be a scene from the movie. Oh, right. and it was like, like that, that didn't not, happen. You just like, made that up. no. So that was obvious, right? So that kind of stuff. I was like, you're reaching, you're reaching, reaching. But hard. where were the original people? I feel like I the saw, whole movie. I really wanted to see them. At least and a cameo or something. Just, and yeah. I and I think that would have made it. There was an article so I just saw. And I got to go back to it because they were like, they reached out, somebody knew, somebody on in, in the media reached out to the original right. cast and they were like, Yeah, what, what happened? Yeah, and I'm like, that would have been cool. Just how, like, with Space Jam, did no, you watch the sequel? No. Okay, so I, no. Look, I had to watch Space Jam like 10,000 times when I was a kid because you liked it. <laughs> like, I've seen my share of Space Jam. Or, and, oh, do you remember? So, when no, you, I did not watch the sequel. You remember but, when you and Laurel got suckered into We Came Down to Your Dad's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys got suckered to take me to go see the Rugrats movie? I do remember that. You love some Rugrats. I did. You really But you did. guys end up enjoying the movie too. It, it was so a good movie, it actually. Was. It was a good little I'm, movie. I'll never forget. I'm, Laurel busted out laughing. Laughing at the scene when um, Angelica was like, "Go butthound" or something like that. She thought that was at the time, you know, like I'm a butthound because, like, when you're you watch things when but, you're older yeah. now, you're like, "That was not for kids." A lot no. of the things, oh like, my gosh, a lot of the things, a lot of the movies that were out when we were kids, right? So, David, my husband, and I, we have a theory that the ratings are different because his favorite movie as a kid was called Little Monsters. I don't remember it. I remember but when Little I Monsters. Watched it with him. There's like so many jokes about sex. Really? And they just I don't think they I cuss, but I think it was rated like PG. And I was thinking today that would be R. Like <laughs> literally like, by today's standards. So like you remember like our Pap Grandma and Pap Grandma growing up, Grandma and Pap, Pat was Graham was the strict one. Yes. Who she beat was us like, with the back scratcher when it was deserved, I'm sure. 
<laughs> I mean, it was right. We, <laughs> no, I we don't cut agree. Out some kind of way. No, okay. we did, but I don't. I don't think we deserved a damn back scratcher. Well, I don't know. I guess that's that's a that's a whole episode right there. That Corporal is. punishment breakdown. We gotta get every I mean, grandchild. I don't know. Does we gotta a child get Laura ever involved. deserve to be beaten with a wooden stick? Well, I mean, I mean hey, we act. We I don't know. I that mean, back scratcher. We became some very great, amazing I mean, adults. That's I right. Think. It works. We're not perfect. It I mean, works. I'm not perfect. I can't speak for no, you. Oh, well. come on. Yeah, so work, work in, in progress. progress. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. That's it. There it is. That's the name of the episode. Work, work in, in progress. progress. Um, um, but Pap was always the relaxed one, right? The calm one, yeah, I should absolutely. say. Absolutely. Um, you know, and that's kind of interesting you bring that up because, you know, you're like, oh, I like your parenting style. And I was like, I think it's really similar to how, I mean, Pap, he never beat us. He never... He never really yelled. It was more of a discussion, I got kind hit. of like I think I got beat let's. One time. Di- well, you were, you know, I I'm, feel like he's more likely to beat boys, I guess, than you know, like we escaped it just because of our gender, which you know that's a whole other subject. But I do think it was rare for Pap to yell yeah. or beat us or something. He he was much more like let's sit down and talk about this. That's why and we used to go to him before anything. Exactly before yeah. grandma. Right, and see, I think that is similar to that open parenting. Is just like I mean, let's this is the first walk time I said this. this out loud. But I remember, like, I oh. I flooded the toilet. Okay. When I was younger in high, school. I was middle school or high school. I was the last one in the bathroom. Closed the door, and I left. I was like, "Oh, I'm Uh-oh. going to die today." Because what you didn't know how to use like a plunger? No, no, I was like eight, nine, I don't know. Oh, I was okay, young. Okay. So I was like, but a child. I should have went and got somebody like, hey, the bathroom's closed. Yeah, sure. But then I just... But you were eight my, or nine, so... So in my head, it was going to be this big thing. just ran away like, like it didn't happen. So I went sure. on to the day and I was like, I remember the plumber was... <laughs> <laughs> you had to call a plumber? They came, I oh, came home shit. and the plumber... You got beat. <laughs> well, no, they were like, what happened? I was like, oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> but sure. I knew exactly mm-hmm. what happened, but I didn't get beat for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. One of those moments. But, um... There was a point in this conversation. Yeah, what, what? Pap didn't allow us to watch um, Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Oh my gosh, we talked about that because there's supposed to be a reboot. I saw of that. And are you gonna let the? I can't. Well, my kids are they're 13 and 14. Yeah, but we were Charlotte, just. We no, might have been younger. I think we were a little bit younger than okay. that. But you know, actually, when it comes to TV, my kids um, they love scary movies and. I don't regulate what they watch so much. Um, we have discussions about what they're going to watch, but I don't think my own parents really sheltered what I watched that much. I remember I always had friends. Like, I remember having friends that weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. And, like, The Simpsons would- has a lot of cussing and adult humor, but a lot of it goes over your head if you're younger. But And it's a cartoon, so you think it's meant for kids, but it's not. It's mostly adult humor, right? But I remember having friends in, like, middle school and their parents didn't allow them to watch it. And I remember thinking in my head, like, donks. Like, you can't even watch The Simpsons. Like, yeah. I loved The Simpsons. Yeah, you and, and Laurel did. Oh, my God, I thought they were so funny. I still do. Like, and it's funny because I watch them so much that now, like, if an episode comes on, I'm like, oh, this is the one where, ah, you, know, you know, I love that's them. That's funny. Love them. So the thing is, I my parents didn't really shelter when I watched. I think I turned out okay. Like, I don't have weird issues to my knowledge. I guess I should see a therapist, you know, to clarify. But I don't I don't have weird issues with, like, violence or sex or cussing or, yeah. you know, I don't feel like I'm traumatized from what I saw. So we don't really limit what they watch for the most part. Like, you know, we watched um, Get Out together. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, and so that I sounds mean, like crazy. Us? Um, they haven't seen Us yet yeah, because I, I will it. tell you, Us fucked me up. <laughs> and so... There are two. There are a couple of movies that I have not allowed them to watch, even though I'm not strict on censoring. 
I was like, listen, you will not. I'm still fucked up. Like, I'm still convinced. Like, I'm afraid, right? Like, I'm still like, when is this other me coming? The and shadow? Am I it ready? wasn't like. Am I ready? It's, so I don't need oh them God. to have that thought in their head. Oh, no, yeah. You know. Um, That's got me too. I ain't going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. I mean, that movie, it, yeah. It did fuck See, me Get up. Out is scary, but it, it, you know, it also is actually a really smart commentary on microaggressions and a lot of racism that we don't, mm. it's not overt. And uh, it was, that's, it has a little bit of comic relief throughout and stuff. So, like, I felt like they love scary movies and we d- we talked about it beforehand. Like, this is kind of the premise and this is, you know, this is the idea. And look at how interesting it is. Like, watch this movie and see how they talk about black people and how they treat them and what they think of them. And, you know, so I feel like, again, treating kids like they're people and that they are, you know, somewhat intelligent creatures it actually has I almost feel like when you treat them when you elevate them a little bit right treat them like they're a tad older treat them like they're mature let them experience things on a little bit of a a, you know more mature level safer I mean still within reason right watching a movie with your parents that is a little bit scary I think they rise to it you know you treat them a certain type of way they act that way I mean us yeah, us though, but back to up. that, us is us is fucked up. Like, us, but it was good. It was. I've really seen it good. one time. It was damn good, but it is. I thought the ballet scene was beautiful, oh my, like, treacherous and beautiful. It was one of those movies. Like me, I mean, Monique. Yeah, like, and my, I'm not okay. And me and Monique went to go see it, <laughs> and I was like, we had to. We were out of the theater. I think we went to dinner or something. <laughs> we went to go get a, like to eat afterwards. <laughs> it was like dead silence. Like I need a minute. That's crazy. Like I need to when we realize like she's oh this is why she was acting. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Then you know like (laughs) this is when it switched and this is when da da da, you know. Even if it made me, I'm like shadow. We are in a big empty room. I I know. Looking Mm -hmm. at my shadow. I I actually I should watch that again. I you know the girls had asked because they watched Get Out. They liked it, so they asked about watching us, and I you know I was like. "Eh." Let's maybe wait on that. But it's more because I'm not sure I can. I was like, I need a minute. <laughs> like, I got I to gotta remember how me and my long friends, it took I went to go me visit to my friends. Again. I went to go visit my friend Donnie. And then my, my, our friend Derek, was, we were all there. And, cause, <laughs> and we were watching it again. Because I think somebody didn't watch it. I think it had to be Derek's. It might have been Derek's. I can't remember. And we started to watch it again. And I was like, I'm all for it. Because I would only saw it once. Yeah, I've only because it, it fucked once me up. Too. But I, I was like, okay, but we felt once it. was enough. They felt I was up, and then they everybody ended up like falling asleep. And I was like, well, I'm not watching this shit by myself. And I was like, I was only gonna watch shit. it with my friends. But see, not only is it scary, it's also it's very violent, and it is just it is it is horrifying in many in many levels. It makes you think it's just like yeah, it was it's a lot psychologically of psychologically horrifying. Yeah, like, but then. Tell me if I'm wrong. Did it, it no. open up to it? It could be a sequel, right? Of course. There yeah. could be more. Yeah, for and that's sure. what I was like, you know, like what? Like, I, you know, yes. the way it was left out there, like there could be Oof. more yeah. to the story. But all right, moving along, we're going to wrap it up because we can literally talk for hours. So, I know, do you edit this? Are you going to? No, I'm oh, horrible. You're just, you're this just is a straight conversation. Maybe I should raw? do two parts, huh? I mean, yeah, I feel like this has been a long conversation, has it? Maybe I'll break it out. I'll listen to it and oh, break it out. Yeah. I'm not taking this part out. I feel like you should. <laughs> I, I mean, need I a don't team. Know. I've literally never, 
bet on a, you know, what do I know? You should. I, you should you think about, like, you no. have mom friends no. and you guys oh. get one. My kids call that mom talk. Yeah, mom They're talk. They're like, oh, the great, podcast. more mom talk. I'm going to let them listen to this episode. I'll be like, here you go, mom talk with Ryan the, out loud. Ryan out loud. Um, so I picked out three questions, random questions, okay. and I have a bonus question a that I'll bonus? ask. I always ask my guests this at the end of the oh, episode, yeah. the later oh, episode. Lord. okay. So I have three questions. I even, so... I don't usually get asked questions on my show. Oh. So, this is... (laughs) I usually do the... You know, I ask the questions. Excuse the fuck out of me. (laughs) So, I let you pick out three from the box that you... It's very nice of you. (laughs) Let me play, too. And I picked out three that I think, you know... We're pretty good. All right. Let's hear them. So, I'll go first. Maybe I'll read one and then... Okay. You read one and ask one. I'll ask one and you ask one. Sounds good. Okay. So, Lindsay Woods. Oh, Gary, sorry. I still want to call you Lindsay Woods. Oh, my somebody. name is uh, Woodson, is my middle name now. So. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Lindsay mm-hmm. Woodson, Gary. Got you. Um, my question to you, my first question to you, Lindsay. Remember a time you felt nervous before doing something? How did it go? Oh, man. Um, there's so many times. There's so many times. So, this is so cliche and basic, but I read a quote once upon a time somewhere, probably on, like, Facebook, like a meme, that said that courage is being afraid and doing it anyway. And I remind myself of that all the time, is that you can be nervous, you can be afraid, but you just push through and do it anyway. And honestly... Every time I've been nervous about something and I've just jumped in and done it, it's been fine. It's like the anticipation or the thinking about the thing make, is worse than actually just doing it. And a lot of times it's, it's for the best, you know. Yeah. Um, the thing that comes to mind, because we were kind of talking about it earlier, is when the pandemic first shut everything down, my business is largely in-person events. So I'm doing these sip and paints at wineries or in people's homes. I'm going there. It's it's basically just a social gathering. That's mm-hmm. the point of it. So when COVID shut everything down, I was like, I got to figure out a way that I can still have events. Like, how can I still make money off this business? How can I still run this business? So we started packaging up our supplies, giving the kits to people. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I will jump on Facebook Live. I will craft there. You can craft with me. I used to share all the time when you were... I remember. Yeah. And comment and everything. Yeah, we'll and and I, I remember the first one, we decided to do a kid's St. Patrick's Day party. So we had mm-hmm. these big wooden clover shapes. And I told people, you can buy this clover, we'll deliver it to your house, and then we'll get on Facebook Live. I had never, ever, ever gone live on Facebook or done any kind of anything like that. I didn't even know how to use Facebook Live. I wasn't even totally sure. But I assumed I would practice. Lindsay's on live. I'm like, I know. She's always on live. I assumed I would just practice it, figure it out. Basically, that party, we ended up getting, we thought maybe five kids would sign up. We had like 50. So we were driving around, my full team, we're driving around delivering these clovers up to 20 minutes before I was supposed to be on the line. Because, you know, we'd never done it before. So I get in there, I'm, I'm trying to fiddle with my phone, and the thing was, I was so nervous about being on the live, about doing the live, about how is this going to go, but at the end of the day, I had like 20 minutes to do it, set up the phone, and I just pushed play, and we just did it. And 
it was great. It went great. You it know, did. it's like, yeah, I, like I feel like I love, generally if you can push through nerves, your outcome is going to be yeah, good. Yeah, because it was like, know? that was fun. Because also, like, that was a t- usually, like, we will visit or you guys come right. up. So it was like, oh, there's, you know. I'm, yeah, it's cool when, to see yeah, each see other. Yeah, uh, see you online or, you know. Well, yeah, that's, we were kind of just talking about uh, COVID earlier. So that's, that's what comes to mind is I remember I was like, this could be a big flop, right? To, COVID, in a way, like, allowed people to step out their comfort zone. Oh, well, rather than allowed, I feel like it just shoved, shoved me. Yeah. Because it was sink or swim. It's like, you either need to figure this Facebook Live thing out, like, right now, or you're done. I mean... You <laughs> like, said that earlier, yeah. And I think that's the thing, too, right? The longer you think about doing something, the longer you sit around and overthink it and imagine it and try to plan for it the more nervous and the more anxious, the more time you have to get those nerves going. If you just jump in and do it, you know, it's Boom. like jumping in a cold pool. Like once you're in, oh, you're God, in. Just do it. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. I would say that's, that's pretty much my yep. philosophy there. Ooh, I oh, so I have some good my... ones for you, but I'm going to start off with this easy one. What's the most fun you can have for $20? <laughs> oh, yeah. Your face. <laughs> for $20? Listen, I mean, come on. This is space. This is spot I go to in the strip district of, here in Pittsburgh called Lefties. Oh, I like that. And they have good music. And the summertime is really fun because the bikers will have their bikes out. Mm-hmm. You know, you can drink your drink, smoke whatever you want. I'll okay. say that much. And um, um, you know, it's a it's a whole different vibe outside. But they have these four dollar drinks called $4. Strong $4. Islands, and they do the trick. So you're saying the most fun you can have for $20 is five of those drinks from lefties. Literally. <laughs> no, but then there's Taco Tuesday. It's always something with food or drink. Well, yeah. um, or five below. Don't oh, yeah. I mean, five below. Dollar store. Dollar, do but it's dollar twenty-five now. Oh, okay, dollar twenty-five store. But five below is feeling real ten below-ish now. I was so going to say, 20 bucks goes a long way in the dollar twenty-five store. True, but it's true. But, I, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, that's what I can think of right now. Or the biggie bag from, like, Wendy's <laughs> that we had today. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's my answer. Um... Okay, when your heart and your mind differ on a decision, which do you follow? Definitely my heart. Um, I am a person, just like with the nervous question, I tend to just jump in. Like if I feel like compelled to do something, I'm a, I am a very impulsive individual. My attitude is sort of like just do it, go for it, figure the rest out later. Like build the plane while you're flying it. You'll figure yeah. out the logistics, right? Yeah. You'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Just just fucking do the thing. Like, go for it. Yeah. And I've done that. I mean, serious. I mean, you know, you know David, like you said, since forever. I met David. I seriously think within three months of meeting him, I was like, I'm going to marry this guy. Like, wow. I was like, this is him. Like, mm-hmm. this is the one. And they say you know when you know, but I was like, this is it. And look, so I got him. So that worked out. And then... Um, <laughs> two kids later. Here we are. 16 years later. 16 years Seems later. Seems like two it's kids good. Later. Um, same thing with, you know, with doing my business. I, I look back at some of the stuff that I used to sell and I can't believe people bought that because now, you know, I figured out so much more and I've evolved so much more. Yeah, gross. Um, but I, the craft parties, like doing these sip and paint parties, the first time I did one, I just, I called up a business and said, Hey, I'm going to come there. I want to host this event. And they were like, okay. So I went there and did it. And I remember like feeling beforehand so nervous, like, 
who the hell am I to teach these people how to create anything? Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go in there. I'll figure it out. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely a just like, I'm, I don't look before I leap. Just I jump that. right off that cliff. You're giving me that advice. I always well, think about before. I mean, I don't know if that it's the wisest advice. Still, it's just accurate. I just go for it. I remember us having a conversation when I was just, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my life or my career. And you were like, Ryan, you need to just, you'll figure it out and just do it. Yeah. And just, you know. And that's just when, live your life, man. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> I've been doing that, okay? Just live. living. Just go for it. Living, living, living. Okay. Take all the chances. Just Take them do all. it. All right, so I guess with... All right, this is a great question, especially considering your friends giving. How important is time with family? And how much time with family is appropriate? <laughs> I know when to get up and go, okay? <laughs> yes, I get up. Do. I'm at grandma's yes, and pap. I'm like, now, and especially, you know, me, you know, it'll be a year in December I've had my license, I've explained okay. it on many episodes. Yeah. I was scared to drive due to a car accident. Right. It hindered my fear. It just really stopped me from living. And sure. I finally got over that fear, got my license. It's just been a whole new world. Oh, and yeah. I mean, driving is your independence. Literally. It really I'm like, is. What the fuck was I so scared of? I mean, I. Well, you know, there you go with the whole being nervous about something and then yeah. doing it. A lot of times, I'm telling you, the nervousness is worse than the doing. And it like it allows me like I pop up on Grandma Pat when I want to, yeah. and I'm like, okay, it's time to go. You know, yeah, you get that. You you're like, you know out. when to go. You know, like my mom was like, oh, I guess you're gonna be home. You won't be home this weekend. Are you going to Grandma's? Are you going to go to church? I'm like, I might. You never know. I might pop up. But um, it's very important, and especially now with like, <clears throat> you know, the dynamic in our family has changed in the last like since. September of 2019, you know, mm-hmm. like all the way until December of 2020, just like, you know, we I you know, we come from an older family, you know, we have right. a lot of older people in our family and like a lot of like our functions and stuff was like due to that, you know, like being and they have all passed away. So, it's um interesting, it's weird, it's like Random, but it's a random wave of like, oh, I can't go by Aunt Phyllis's no more, or I can't go yeah. kick it with Aunt Audrey no more. So I, I try to go see Grandma a lot more. I don't get the chance. I'm not up there as much as I used to be because, like, I'm you know, as I'm doing yeah. my podcast and I, you know, work in a completely different field now. So it's very hard for me to like catch a break. And what I've been doing is now is just trying to take time like this weekend like i had so many events they were like ryan we want you to come down check this out and i'm like all right so this goes all the way back to the beginning when i was telling you about hustle culture versus boundaries right yeah it's like rather than taking all the opportunities staying up all night running yourself ragged like you just said if it's important to see your family you make that yeah no one's gonna give you the free time right you have to make it you have and to I do. choose it I and tell, you do you do i even like i'm like I, I think i told you like i'm in i love my i love this platform um but my thing is like i've been staying more consistent than what i've been in the past mm-hmm. and i'm trying to push myself and i think i might be overdoing it sometimes but i'm in between with me hosting events and stuff so like my season finale is in uh, the middle, like, I think I'm going to stop, like, the middle of December and come back, take a break, come back in, like, February, maybe March. Mm-hmm. I might push it. I don't know. But 
I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I won't have to worry about, oh, let me do this podcast. Let me do that. You know, who knows what something might inspire me and maybe I might come back. But but it's like breaks are necessary. They are necessary. And just like we were saying in the beginning about resting, resting and taking breaks, it's necessary to fueling your creativity. And let me tell you. You don't want to be burnt out. Sometimes I have a way of, you know, I've been humbled twice. I've had COVID twice this year. Yes. (laughs) And when it happened... The first time, I was like, oh, I had a moment to just sit, reflect. I caught it on New Year's. I was so pissed because I was on my way out. I had a date that night. Anyways, I was so mad. But, you know, it caused me. I needed to sit back and relax because I was just on the go. At that time, I was working for Apple and Mm -hmm. was still working for the bank. So I had, I didn't know if I was coming or going. But that week was just like, okay, Ryan, relax. Right. The second time when I caught it in September, it was like, okay, you didn't learn your lesson. <laughs> yep. Sit your Here ass. it is again. <laughs> yeah, sit your ass down again, which I'm grateful. It's been, both cases have been mild. I'm, I'm vaccinated and boosted. Um, I actually need to go get boosted, boosted again. So, it, you know, my it just felt like a cold to me. Right. Um, the only thing I'm suffering from is hair loss. <laughs> If you oh, get suffering yes. from hair loss after now, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's traumatizing. But I'm claiming that growth will come back and it'll come back stronger <laughs> than ever. Anyways, yeah, I think I answered. Did I answer your question? I go off topic. I don't, topic know I don't even know. Oh, we talk so long. How important is family time? Yeah, and family time is important. So I yeah, remember clearly. being mindful. You know, I love grandma called me on a Tuesday and I can hear in her voice that she's sad. And I will yes. go up there and be like, hey, I bring them dinner, you know. Yeah, because it's like. Who knows? I mean, life is very short, but, you know, it's been a blessing to have them around as long as we have. So I'm going to shut up. I'll ask my last question to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what big change are you happy that you've made in life? That you made in life? Oh. In your life. I'm sorry. I mean, is there like a time window on that? Yeah, like any know. big change that I'm happy with? Oh, my gosh. Um. Oh, oh, Ryan, that is like, I don't even know, because, so, the the most major change, I think, I think, um, was when I, I left teaching to stay at home with the girls, and that was a huge, I mean, so I was a teacher, I taught, um, in like a group home and then I went into the public school and I was a public school teacher so I taught special education for kids with behavioral disabilities and emotional disabilities so I had a a classroom with just kids that um, couldn't be in the regular classroom due to their behaviors and I really loved that job but when I got pregnant with Juliet so she was my second I I had also been feeling um, well, before I got pregnant with her and Charlotte was in daycare and I was teaching, I had been feeling sort of pulled in two directions because the kids I taught needed so much from me. And then I also had an infinite home. So that was really hard. And then when I got pregnant with Juliet, so my second, that's when I just, I, I decided that what I wanted to do was to be at home with my kids and I wanted to give them a stable foundation and I wanted to be there with them to see all of their little moments And I understand that that's not possible for, I mean, it wasn't possible for my own mother to do with me. Um, And it was, it was really tough. I, 
decided to leave teaching, which was, it was really, it was a hard choice, but I wanted to be with my kids. And uh, I left teaching, but we couldn't afford for me to be a stay-at-home mom. I couldn't just stay home and, you know, um, my husband was also a teacher, so (laughs) couldn't afford to just stay home. But I stayed at home and I opened a daycare Mm -hmm. and I watched teachers' kids. So a lot of my friends who were teachers who had been looking for an affordable, quality place to leave their kids trusted me. So that really, I think, changed the trajectory of my whole adult life was choosing to leave that job to stay at home with the girls and opening that daycare was really the first business that I started and I think that really opened the door to seeing that hey if you come up with an idea that people are willing to pay you for you can make your own job and that's what I did I watched people's kids for eight years and during that time that's when my own my other business the aviary girls was started so I don't know that if I had stayed in teaching, you know, it's like everything sort of happened the way it happened. Um, but I think that that decision to stay at home led to this whole path that is now my life. So mm. I think that was a that's pro- the biggest change, you know, I can think of. Okay. And I'm I'm very happy with it. I there was a time when I thought about it like, well, maybe I shouldn't have done that because my career, you know, now maybe I would I would have been teaching for however long and I would have done this and I would have done that. But as you and I also discussed yesterday, I'm like, that is a waste of time. Like, that whole, like, looking back, it's like, if you hadn't made any little choice in your past, you wouldn't be where you are now. Um, And so it's hard to look back and think that you would change something, you know? Yeah. Okay. So you're getting some gems from... Oh, please. My my sister (laughs) cousin. From your old wise sister cousin. (laughs) You know. Yeah. Do you have one more for me or no? Oh, yeah, you want one more. Okay. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. I lost count. You don't have This one. is the last one. Okay. Um, I thought also appropriate. How has your hometown changed since you were young? And I feel like that is... Drastically, the like... The question of the... I mean... It's crazy because, like, I feel as if, like, growing up in a... Sometimes I, I, I've had to back and forth this, uh, moments where I'm like... Oh, I wish we would have stayed in D.C., right? Oh, I wish yeah, I would have, okay. you know, I think life for me would have been different. Who knows how different? Would I still be here? Would I exist? Right. Would I be, you know, like what what have, what would life look like if we would have remained in right. D.C.? Y- yes. Um, but then again, it makes me, I love the era I grew up in, going outside, riding bikes, um, you know, going to you know house parties was always a thing. Like for me, grow, being a teenager, so it was funny because when we got, I turned twenty one and going to a club, I was like, I rather, <laughs> ha- yeah. Deal? What is the big deal? Although like clubs were overrated, I like house parties. You had space. I'll be on the couch. You doing your thing over there? Dance if you want to. So the club was like congested and tight, and I'm like, get out of my way. So, <laughs> you know, that was all. But like now, when I come, like. I dread it's so different because like being from a small town we've lost a lot of people Um, I've lost a lot of friends um, unfortunately to violence or drugs and you know life just things have happened health conditions Um, so it's very sad it look it's like a sometimes you can see a dark cloud over it but I love being from an essence but um, if it wasn't for my best friend, if it wasn't for Monique and my grandparents, I don't think, you know, there would be a point for me to go to Manesson, you know? 
Like, my yeah, hometown. It's changed. It's changed so a much. lot. Like yeah. even just going to, and then also adding into like family members that have passed away, riding by where uh, Aunt Audrey okay, lived. Okay, so and, just you know, today, this, this morning, we went to church mm-hmm. with Grandma, and when we were on the way to church, you know, I was driving past thinking. There was one street where, you know, it's like, okay, we don't have Cat Cat to visit anymore, yeah. our, our great-grandmother. We don't have um, Aunt Phyllis or Aunt Audrey. Like, just driving past that one street, it's like there was – it's it's so crazy. It's almost like – I don't know that – I don't know what other people's childhood hometowns are like. But, you know, I remember us riding our bikes on McMahon – with everybody there mm-hmm. and you know Aunt Phil and Grandma sitting outside on the porch, on the porch. talking yeah. and yelling at them across the street and us riding bikes in between stopping at whichever house we wanted and as I was driving to church today with my own kids in the back seat they're looking at this place as it is now mm-hmm. and I'm telling them what it used to be like but they can't Imagine. They can't see that. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy to me as I was I mean in that like five seconds I'm driving past I was thinking God, it's so crazy how different this Sunday going to church used to be. Oh, yeah. And then when we got in church, I mean, there's like hardly anyone there. I know. And I was like, this used to be full. It's crazy, and right? It's, it's crazy. It's one I of those mean, wild things that continue to like, ooh, life slow down, you know? Yes, it's like, slow the fuck yes, down. You're like, I'm on some kind of weird ride. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's funny you say that because I, I, I just had flashbacks. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, especially for us growing up, it was it was different. So, okay, y'all, I'm going to wrap this up. Yes, um, my last question to you, Lindsay, though. Oh, I have a bonus oh, question. Gosh, I, I asked yeah. ask all my guests this on Ryan Out Loud, and you're no different. Your family, whatever. Oh. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> a lot of people say they're like, oh, that's uh, easy. Yeah, that's a question, right? Okay. Like, I don't know. I do know. I actually think about this a lot. I, I don't know if it's, you know, I keep saying I'm pushing 40, right? I'm 39. I'll be 40 in April. Ooh, and, okay. That damn, was, that was unnecessary. Oh, <laughs> unnecessary. And that was rude. So, <laughs> but here's the thing. But I'm not... I am not upset about getting older. I'm not sad about turning 40. It's not like I look at it like, oh, poor me, I'm going to be 40. I'm like, I've had a really great, you know, I'm like, this has been great. Like, I don't, I'm not sad about the years I've had. They've been wonderful. It's been a a good life. So getting to 40 is like, just, I'm lucky to get to 40. You'll be 40 and God willing, your grandparents are still around. That's isn't right. that crazy? I mean, how lucky am I, right? Yeah. That's like the kind of stuff. I mean, I have think so all of this to say that I've thought about this as I'm approaching 40. It's like I'm looking back on what I've done with these 40 years and what I've experienced. And, you know, I would tell my younger self to just do all the things, like take all the chances. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said before, with being an impulsive person, it's like don't worry so much about it, right? Do it, you'll figure it out. Like trust that you're resourceful, that you're smart, that you can make it work. Just take the chances. Someone offers you some kind of great job opportunity or a chance to take a vacation or you know, chance to explore a place, do it, just do it. I mean, you get one life, do the do thing. It. Do all the things, do and what you can. Do what you can, and I will. Random backtracking before mm-hmm. I end it. Also like, isn't that dope that your kid, your children got to meet 
and interact with your great grand, our oh, great grandmother. I mean, I think about that all the time. Isn't it's, it cool? It's amazing. They don't like, just. It's not like they've just met them once. They know them. Yeah. They have a relationship with them. They they've been to their them. house. Yeah. They visit them. It's because like I we mean, had our. I was twenty four when our great grandmother Cat Cat passed away. So you might have been like what? I was 30. 30, right? Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's. My children did not have a relationship with Cat Cat, yeah, our great grandmother, but, but they I do have a picture of her with them and that is nuts. That's like this is your great great grandmother. Yeah, that's their great yeah, that's our great insane. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. But you know why? It's because in our family, for the most part, like we get to the business of having kids early. Like, that's why. Because Cat Cat, right, she was like sixteen when she yeah, had grandma. grandma. Yeah. And then grandma was pretty young when she had your mom. Yeah. And then my parents were young. So it's like I, we got a lot of generations in a short amount of time. Yeah. I feel like we squeezed in that. some extra generations. Like, yeah, our family. Yeah. That's dope, We don't though. waste any time. <laughs> Lindsay, thank you for coming on to Ryan Out Loud. This has been a, 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 in the making for a while. Uh, we've had yes, conversations about it. I've definitely been stalling for yeah, a while. Yeah, but here we are. You feel comfortable? You want to start <laughs> yeah, your own I wanna, podcast? That, yeah, I think I could do this yeah, thing. Yeah. Hey, let's I, go. Let's, tr- let's, let's mom go. talk. Mom one-on-one. talk. Hashtag whip. Let's go. Work in progress. Let's Let's go. Work in progress. I love you. Um, I thank you. Um, You've always been um, an inspiration in some sort, in a way. Oh, that was weird. You thought I was going to say something else? (laughs) No. I I thought you were going to say that, but I'm like, "Mm, an inspiration. No, I look up to you. Like, like when I, I say this because, like, you know you being my older cousin, like my sister, like I, you know, I was like, oh, I want I, you guys. You have always been goals to me. You and Laurel, that like the marriage and really kids no, and the career, you know, careers and what you guys are doing Ugh. and how you do it. I've always admired you guys. Okay. I love you. But just to to real quick, you and I also talked about that, the whole comparison aspect, right? I know. Everybody, you know, I appreciate you saying that, but you're. I don't know. I I think. Don't compare yourself to anyone. That part, and I don't. Right, you know, like, right, I, like I said, you were goals. I ain't sure, saying I wanted because no, I, no, I don't. I'm saying like I want no damn don't kids go right now. To get married up and have God, kids. I can't and even move to the suburbs. Lindsay, what did I tell you? <laughs> I can't even get past. You know, what's your favorite color? And and that is completely fine. That's okay. That's okay. That's all. Good. Enjoy where you are right now. I am. I'm trying. Yeah. To, I'm, I'm, live your I'm life. Trying to live my best life, but yeah, well, I love thank you. Thank you for and having me. I love you too, and. Yeah, I'm glad we finally did this. We it's did been, it. Been we did weekend, it, y'all. This is great. It's Woo-hoo. the longest episode of Ryan Out Loud. Oh, my God. You, can, you need I, to edit. It's going to be two parts. To, you need to edit it. Edit it. <laughs> when you hear this, it'll be two parts, oh my y'all. Gosh. Okay. Be safe, everyone that's listening. Protect your energy. Um, spend time with your family, your friends, your loved ones. Life is short. Life is precious. Um, remember black lives matter black queer lives matter and black trans lives matter that will never change thank you for listening to this special special episode of ryan out loud i love you guys stay safe